0: Welcome to the Numb Bills Fan Podcast, it's your boy Dave. Here with Adam for December twenty second, two thousand and fifteen. And guess what? Bills fans, it's over. Yeah. It is. What else is new? Sixteen years, and we have been fighting since we started this podcast back in March. You know what? It, it, to to not be on the negative side, you Bills Mafia guys, that the negative Bills Mafia, I've been telling you stop being so negative. But I can't say all your points have been wrong, but I will not subscribe to some certain things. But we'll get into that a little bit. We're going to be to the punch today. I'm kind of pissed. Yeah, man. you know what
1: gets me, man? You know what really gets me? 16 years of this. 16 years now. Even when you know it's coming, even when you know if you lose this game, it's over. Nothing takes away the sting of Elimination Day.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: Nothing takes it away.
0: No, and it's the worst feeling, and we've been purposely just like totally fighting to say it's over, and it's over, the players know it, there's no way in it, and again, the biggest, you know, the one thing that sticks in my head is is a few years ago, Kyle Williams said, hey, you know, we still got to play the games, people can have us favored, whatever, we still got to play the games, and that's why they play the games, Right, I I hope this team ends up back at least to eight and eight at least for for my sake, which is sanity, because then we could just take the easy road, which we probably will if they end up eight and, eight and Go, you know, you trade in that Jacksonville loss and maybe one more other loss, and they're ten and six. I mean, it's totally different. That said, ten and six when you lose to the Chiefs, and everything else, even if they went ten and six, I I think that the Chiefs and the Steelers would still be ahead of them for the playoffs. So. You know fantasy road, either way we're, we're disappointed here, but oh
1: we're we're hard you really just
0: put your cookies away? yeah, sorry, He comes in here with some fresh cookies, Antichrist Christmas cookies, and I'm told not to eat the Antichrist one, and I told him, I don't care about any listeners, I don't care about anything, so you might want to shut off. I'm eating cookies this whole time, and I don't care because I'm depressed
1: oh, and we've been we've been eating this whole time.
0: Yeah, don't even don't even worry about it. If if you're jealous about me eating a cookie, you better go get a cookie. Regardless, here we are again. But let me tell you something. On the positive side, on the flip side, patience, patience, patience. You know? I I hate to say it, but the one thing that is constant with the Buffalo Bills over the sixteen years is turnover. Of coaches, because every time you turn over coaches, oh, I got to get my guys in there, and look what's happened. Yeah, you got
1: all sorts of. You got all sorts of different assistant coaches, and it seems like nobody's on the same page.
0: Really? Yeah, it's it's just like like, it, it, it. It's so exhausting. It's.
1: It's frustrating because so many there's, there's been so many improvements on this team this year, but there's been so many steps backwards.
0: I don't know what's worse: not missing the playoffs or this freaking red whatever the hell you got on this damn Christmas cookie that I'm not gonna wipe on my beautiful blue Bills jumpsuit.
1: Don't don't wipe it on your beautiful, Beard. pasty white
0: co-host either. Regardless, here we are, and, and, and frankly. Rex ain't going anywhere. So get your head out of your ass if that's what you're thinking.
1: I sure hope not. If if he if he's out, I think that's probably the worst front office move in the last twenty years. You you can't do the the one and out with a coach. You cannot.
0: It's very laughable, and quite frankly, how many coaches can you think of that were on the hot seat and they turned it around? Like like example,
1: the, Ron Rivera. That's the number one. Carolina Panthers head coach. That's the number one thing that comes to mind. Is two years ago the Carolina Panthers they weren't they were not playing the way they're playing this year. That's for damn sure. It was Cam Newton's not not an NFL starter. Ron Rivera has to go. I mean the the Carolina press was eating those guys. They were they were snacking on them harder than than you're going at this box of cookies right now, Dave. That I mean, they were.
0: Don't really, lie. That's not even a box. It's a plastic bowl with beautiful a, yeah, snowmen it's, and stuff.
1: It's lovely. Nonetheless, they were, they were just all over that. And fast forward two years, the Panthers are undefeated. Cam Newton's in the running for MVP. As far as I'm concerned, he's a lock. But I know how much the league loves Tom Brady. But that's not what I'm here to talk
0: about. Yeah, we always loves a uh, loves a white quarterback. Frankly which is garbage, but I might be throwing shit on the wall saying that, but let's be real here. I I
1: don't disagree with
0: you. I mean, in, in roster, you go one neighborhood over, and people are saying some shit, and it's usually the honkeys too. Oh, wait, no, that's a racial term. I can't even use the word honkey. So don't use the word honkey because that's not nice. I'm sorry I said honky, but
1: I, if you are driving too slow, I will honkey my horn.
0: Good cover, good cover. Regardless, I mean, look at... That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Look at Marvin Lewis. I mean, he's been with the Bengals forever, but... And yes, they haven't won a playoff game. Who gives a shit, man? At least they're in the tournament. Anything can happen, and... and They... They're
1: a bunch of bad mother-effers, man. The Bengals are a tough team.
0: Well, not anymore without Andy Dalton. So...
1: Well, you know, it's hard to it's hard to get so out there it'll, without it'll your leader. It'll be curious man. to
0: see how Hugh Jackson does with uh, how his hype is without Andy Dalton. Because as always, we'll probably see a team fall without their quarterback. It, it, it is what happens. But on quarterback, and yeah, we know they played a game against the Redskins. But I'm not talking about it right now, and I might not even talk about that thing you would call, I guess, the the laundry showed up to play on the field, as Jerry Seinfeld would say. Yeah. We're rooting for laundry. So, really, honestly, don't care to even mention that game right now. This past
1: Sunday, the Bills played Washington. They lost 35 25. It was ugly. I have nothing, I have no further comments on it. I mean,
0: some injuries, obviously. You know, it seems like the time of year where people just fly to the IR because there's two weeks left. And
1: right, Robert Woods got added today.
0: I um, think it is it is what it is because technically they're out longer than the season, so it is I, IR. But, hey, it's a smart – it also looks good for PR reasons too.
1: Yep, Yeah So. It definitely – it definitely helps explain why your team's not winning when your team's not winning.
0: Yeah, we – you know – if I want to start in a positive, I will say I, I think there's a quarterback here. A, a lot of people don't think so. I think so. Here he is five Josh interceptions Tyrod Taylor.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy is good.
0: Yeah, he's. It, it, it looks positive. And, and And I'm looking at it like next year. Here we are talking next year. He gets the first team reps all the way through the damn process, develops chemistry. I sure hope that's the way it
1: goes. I do not want to do the whole quarterback competition, compete for your job, prolong prolong the the process of building that rhythm, that that on-field rhythm. And he really is what I've been waiting for. He can throw the ball. He's he's got some stuff he can work on, you know, he could do. He could do a little bit better with the the intermediate and short routes, the touch passes, the screen passes, things of that nature. He could get a, a little bit more finesse on those balls, but that deep ball is is deadly. He's a threat with his feet. He's really taken to the leadership role with this team, and his his teammates will back that up all day. His teammates.
0: And he's trying to find playing, and, and playing for you, Sammy Watkins. these targets. I mean, two games ago, Sammy Watkins had eleven targets. This past game, he had ten. And we're seeing that connection. Now, some people will say, hey, Sammy Watkins, he overthrew, he was overthrown by Tyrod Taylor. You, you'd see that it, some people say, oh, that could have been a third touchdown. If you guys know the play I'm talking about, it looked like a double move. thing is, is the way Tyrod threw the ball, it was farther down the field. It looked like Sammy should have continued going straight, and instead he took a cut in towards the sideline. Right. And, and if I'm not mistaken, he had kind of like a damn like moment after that. But people are calling in the in and saying, "Oh, you know, he's inaccurate an with the deep ball. Get the hell out of here!" All right, the Bills are always going to bust out a big play. Mike Gillisley had a nice sixty-yard run, which is the longest run since Fred Jackson, um, I believe, in about like five years ago. So, you know, there were there were some bright spots, but again, the the defense disappointed. Disappointed. Oh
1: man, it was. A massacre for most of that game. There was there was a couple a couple drives. The oldest
0: McCalvin, I hate to say it, looked like the classic McCalvin, the, the the one before Donnie Henderson got to him, and which is the Bills' secondary coach before he got to him and turned him around. He just he I don't I don't know what's up. I feel bad because he he's been out with an injury, and it seemed like he came in a bad time to get reacclimated with the game, but. I mean, a guy at, at his age, you got it or you don't. At right, this
1: point. you so, you expect a guy with his experience to not have to have a period to get reacclimated, where he can come in and and make make a difference instantly.
0: At the same time, get your shot glasses glasses ready because I'm going to make a reference. Okay, I have ripped on who Doug, could it be? I've ripped on Dog Marone drink once. Drink. Every time we talk about square pegs going in the round holes, and I have to say somebody needs to be held accountable for the defense and not using the guys in the right position. I mean, it it should be common sense. What I think happened and I could be totally dumb is, you know, they keep talking going by the clues and the dots we had earlier in the year. Hey, these guys already showed what they can do with the basic defense under Jim Schwartz. They already have Some of the terminology and scheme from Mike Patton the year before. The common theme though with those two defenses. Before everybody starts talking around they're great. They were great defenses. Patton's defense was not great. He was actually I believe ranked number 10. Which is better than we are now. Obviously. But Jim Schwartz was ranked number 4. But what did they all have in common? Mike Patton could not stop the run to save his life. Mike Patton was tossed a lot of money on defense in Cleveland and his defense sucks. Right so,
1: and, and I'm glad you brought that up that that I like that you were like, Yeah, that defense wasn't great. It was tenth because that's something that's something I feel like people kind of lose lose sight of sometimes when when they when they hear those kind of stats, you hear, Oh, top ten this, top ten that but I mean, there's only thirty two teams. That's only a third of the league. That's thirty three percent. You take thirty three away from hundred, you know, you're you're down into the 60 percents like that's that that's barely passing if you're in school you know what i mean that that's that's a, a number 10 defense that's a c plus
0: the way i look at it is that's gi- the way i look at that you're right you're right and, and Jim, Sh- no I, I, don't, I don't know about c- yeah I, I guess technically maybe a b minus maybe a b right because they're top third technically you yeah, know, but I'm not saying the top of the top third.
1: Right, right. If you're if you're below eighty percent, you're in C territory though. That's true, that's true.
0: So I mean I mean if it, you want to put it, if you want to put, gra- put school grade if you want to put school
1: style grades on it, that that, that that's a C plus defense.
0: Well, newsflash, I'm dumb. So thank you for joining us. Thirteen minutes and thirty five seconds in. Jim Schwartz's defense fell apart with the run towards the end of the year. He was here as well. And the thing is, is we saw this defense gel, this defensive line specifically gel, and it seems like no matter what, the linebackers have kind of stepped up and fit the roles. Well, under Mike Patton, he made it work with, with Kiko Alonso. Kiko in here, and you have Bradham trying to do stuff, and, and it's not... It's not coming to fruition, man. The, the linebacker position has become a weak, very extremely weak position. And right. And so is the safety position. And he doesn't have – the, the well, Bills don't Corey have that I think Corey Graham's thumper. killing it at safety, but – No, man, dude. Corey Graham has been suffering.
1: He's a great tackle. He's a great tackling safety. Coverage safety.
0: Dude, I don't know, man. Uh, dude, all, all the buzz has been about is how Corey Graham has been – Frank was screwing up. Corey Graham, has looked out, dude, he, I don't get it. Because in the beginning of the year, he, he looked a lot better. But a lot, some missed tackles are from him that have had big plays. Just, let's just face it. What I'm getting at here, whatever your opinion is on Corey Graham, Look at the numbers. Look, look at everything. Make your own little evaluation because I, I mean, think the, the it's, number, I think he's in the gray area. I want to see the him number. Back
1: at, the number I'm, I'm looking at is that he's leading the team in tackles. That's that's the number. I'm that's
0: never at. good if a safety leads the team in tackles. It means your
1: linebackers are kind of fucking up.
0: And it also kind of means everybody else is kind of not buying in, Mario Williams. So yes, I will call well, Mario you, Williams out right now, man.
1: You know what? Corey, Corey Graham called him out today too. Said, "Do your job."
0: Right right now who do you trust do you trust a guy who has been people want to talk all this garbage that the game is passed by Rex get the, get out of here cutting edge all right the guy knows what he did I think what he frankly did is he overwhelmed himself and he overwhelmed the defense when he's making statements earlier in the year talking when we're talking connected dots he's talking about oh I gave him the huge playbook I, I Oh, we we just threw it all on them. Usually, we don't do that. But guess what? This team is clearly lost. So clearly, it, it's lost. It's just on defense it, they're just so confused that they're not they're not doing what we are used to as a Bills fan the last couple of years. They're not getting the sacks. They're not getting as many turnovers. They're not. Making the huge plays. They're not getting frankly good field position for Tyrod Taylor. That kid has had to go with that Bill's offense long fields, time after time again, three and outs, time after time again as well. And I I can't I can't frankly believe that Rex Ryan and Dennis Thurman, whoever's responsible for the defense, Rex will take the blunt of the of the blame. I can't believe this has happened because I thought it would be a lot tighter. I thought we would have pretty much what we saw in the Indianapolis game, Patriots game kind of defense, just something that just shuts everything down. Exotic looks, awesome things, holy crap, what's he doing over here, yada, yada, yada. And, yes, we got that, and I don't want to say the team quit on him or anything. I would never say that, but when it's 21 nothing against the Redskins, and like not even halfway through like the first quarter, you're kinda like What the fuck just happened all year? This is real. And I was just telling my friend Dave as we're sitting at his house Um right before the game came on. I go, you know man, it just kinda hit me. What if this team really just This team really is who they are, actually. Not what if this, this team really is who they are. They're not good. They're inconsistent. The, the offense, I, I hate putting all the blame on quarterback. Well, let's face it, points win. Look at Carolina. Look at the New York Giants game. Points win.
1: Right, and it's not only it's not only that you score them, it's also when and how you score them. It's taking advantage of those
0: opportunities. And that's what the defense has missed out on. How many big third down plays have you even gotten converted and then the defense has to trot back out there?
1: Well, here's here's what I think it is, man. I think I think our defense got figured out. And Preston, I don't know. I think Preston it's... Brown was Preston Brown was talking with ESPN about it. Now, this piece was written by Mike Rodak, and you know what I think of his his writing, but Preston Brown's saying, I don't know who that guy up in the box is, but we're not getting these calls in time. They see they see the Bills you know, other other teams see the Bills struggling getting guys getting guys on and off the field, getting formations in. Right and right. now, now everybody's just just playing as fast as fast as they can. Teams that don't even like run a hurry up offense usually are, are rushing to the line because they know the Bills aren't going to be ready to ready to roll. And Preston Brown said to ESPN today, "I don't know who that guy up in the booth is. He doesn't even know who the guy is," and. There's been there's been whispers that there have been no players only meetings this year. Just the way the team is being handled internally, has changed. And
0: when Jets fans talked about Rex wrecking, I didn't understand. And I'm not saying this is this is rocks Rex, Rex. I'm just looking at. Unfortunately, we had super high expectations, and unfortunately, history has shown too. You could win the off season, but it doesn't mean you're going to win the games. And It it takes a while for chemistry to click, but...
1: And sometimes it it just won't. Hands down, sometimes there are guys who... You can take two talented guys, and they just will not mesh.
0: For whatever reason. I feel like... Frankly, I I just thought that coming into this, it'll be more like a, a classic early Ravens years defense that Rex was a part of. And, you know, let the guys rush... Let the guys do their thing. But I feel like Rex is, I feel in my heart, and it's my whole, maybe it's a conspiracy theory in my head, but I feel like there are two steps. They're, they're looking at the game in the future. Like when, Chain, for example, when Shane Galey was running the pistol and stuff again, he was one of the main people to bring that back in the NFL. And it's like a classic formation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are laughing at him. But then allow a lot of teams do it. And, and there's so many people running out of the spread a lot more. What I'm trying to say is, okay, I think Rex has experimented this year. Year one with this personnel has experimented. Hey, what can I do? What can I do? These guys already know how to do this. What if we teach them to do this as well? And then they don't know what's coming. Problem is, too, there's the CBA. There's only so much time. That the coaches can actually interact with these people. And frankly, if they had more time, we would have better results, I think. And guess what? Keep changing coaches. Because what's going to happen? The same old shit. Because finally, it's hit us. Wow. You changed defensive coordinators, what, six times in seven years? I mean, you had George Edwards. You had... Juan Stash, you had Patton, you had Jim Shorts, and now Dan Therman. So that's that's all while Mario is just here. If you're Kyle Williams, you had Perry Fuel. You know, and that was probably the last time they had a defensive coordinator for that long. And that defense was solid, but here's the thing: the quarterback is a hard position to find and if you want to look at the next year and you want to be you want to have hope because I know you guys are going to be in my way at training camp parking because all pro parking Russ Brandon I know you're listening that company absolutely sucks man. They don't know how to count parking spots and the first thing I would do if I was a parking lot attendant is count the goddamn parking spots and then have this thing called the tally. And with your thing called a walkie-talkie that for some reason you guys just can't call each other on your phone, because I'm sure you have only X amount of minutes on your phone in 2015, maybe you do, I'm not going to judge. Point being, smoke signals, whatever you got to do to figure out the parking spots that are left. Count them down, okay? Because I know you guys are all going to be in my way, and you're all going to be hitting the clearance aisles at spots Come. Come draft time, so I know you'll be with us. Look forward to having a quarterback to take the number one reps. Look forward to having Doug away we go absolutely ape shit on the roster. I can't wait to see what he does. That's my favorite part about the Bills losing is sweet. Put your hands together, rub them together. What what's going to be cooking in the front office? Because Rex Ryan said it, changes are happening. But Rex Ryan also said common damn sense. We all know that. Who's going to be the fall guy? Is that Dennis Derman?
1: He gets my vote.
0: You're so cute. He just put his head right up to the mic. (laughs)
1: It's my turn. It's my
0: turn. That's very much the
1: dynamic, right?
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. I just kind of stare at my wall and just ramble about garbage. But somebody's going to be the fall guy. What do you have to look forward to? Well, Hopefully people buy into the scheme because it seems like players like Jerry Hughes flipping out. He's trying to get his team riled up. Sammy Watkins is coming out saying we need meaner people on our team because people aren't calling each other out. What that tells me when when the smoke is that thick, there is some shit going on. And this is part of team building, I think. There's some shit going on where, where some people aren't buying into the the, the the philosophies or whatever's going on. There's something happening back there. I don't know what it is. It's not my business. I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to know. Then again, if you're listening to this, you're probably obsessed with the Bills, so I'm sure you want to know. Something's going on. They all know football. you got to figure the offense has to study defenses, and the defense has to study offenses, so... If they happen to watch the defense, the offensive tape, you never know. They might be calling guys across the line out, you know. Jim Kelly was noted for doing that before, getting right in the nose tackle's face. You know, it's no joke. So, to me, these players are got to buy in. To the guys like Mario Williams, you know, Rex went to bat for him. Hey, man, this guy ain't sick. I don't know who, who leaked that. He ain't sick. Rex Ryan was very adamant. Thing is, is when you're kinda that far on one side, don't you think maybe he's trying to cover Mario's ass? I don't know. Because maybe Mario wants him here. Maybe he wants him here. Maybe this whole thing about Mario Williams not being here maybe it's a facade. I don't know. Yeah, I because keep in mind I don't even know what to make of that. The cap the cap goes up next year. Okay? So Mario Williams, yeah, it's a big hit. At the same time, whether we like him or not, we've seen him produce. Which I think until
1: six weeks ago, everybody liked him. Who, What Bills fan didn't love Mario Williams until the last couple of months? Dude, I truthfully. like him,
0: man. He's like Superman out there, dude. He's so sly, whatever. But Mario, bud, you got to work on your thing, man. If that means dropping into the coverage, I'm going to trust the guy that's been on the cutting edge of defense his entire career, and of course, Buffalo Bill's luck, he comes here, and what happens? His defense, Rex Ryan's defense absolutely blows horse shit, okay? It's awful. It's not consistent, and again, penalties and penalties and penalties, and in the beginning of the year, we could be calm about it. Guys, let them work it out, and I even said it, hey guys, so pretty much this podcast is about me eating my words, for like the last 13 weeks until yesterday because last podcast I was kind of shredding myself too but I'm just going to own and and say it I was wrong this went a different way than I thought this season I can't believe we're here right now I can't believe that same awful pit in your stomach I'm sorry I don't have that many details about the bills right now because frankly I have not been listening to shit here and there a little bit a couple you know GR shows is always a couple John Murphy's, but what am I gonna do? Talk about the quarterback position? Okay. Let's talk about the quarterback position. I think and you might think I'm off my rocker. I think the Bills should take should get RG three or Colin Kaepernick. Because you gotta find some quarterback from when Tyrod Taylor gets hurt, which I hated the rip on that. Well, what do you do if he gets hurt? Bob Matthews said it. I thought it was corny. Well, guess what? Tyra Taylor got hurt and they lost two games. And 14 games of the season, that kid ain't that kid's going down, but he's still running. Somebody's going to lick him. Somebody's going to get him. I want to have a backup that is confident. I don't care who that is. I don't care if you get Brett Favre to come out of retirement. See what Joe Montana's doing with the Skechers. <laughs> you know what I mean in that commercial if I'm not mistaken he's got a long ball better than Jamarcus Russell so that ball went and that sketch was commercial out of the damn playing field over the fence into the parking lot maybe over the parking lot and maybe even to the moon I don't know but regardless we got to figure out that backup quarterback position and his defense needs to get short up now I don't mind having the system set in for a year or two but the guy's got to buy in. I don't mind even, frankly, seeing Corey Graham back there at safety. I could be totally off. I know no stats about Corey Graham. I know nothing right now. I didn't look anything up. I'm just being random here because it's his first year at safety. And the thing that Corey Graham has, he has cover skills. Obviously, as a cornerback. But he also, most importantly, is smart. He's a very smart football player. And I think... A lot can happen, and we're we're really missing Aaron Williams. That was a hard-hitting, thumping safety back there. There's so many injuries, you know. Duke Williams shouldn't even be on the field at times, you know. So, I'm telling you, we could also blame this defense on the injuries. You can look how many guys are dropping like flies. Gilmore's out, mm-hmm. and, and guess what? They had, you know, Gilmore went out in, in the Kansas City game. And then they lose to the Eagles. And then the the Bills lose again to the Redskins. And Kirk Cousins looked like a Hall of Famer. He was... He's had a good year.
1: Can't deny that.
0: I don't know what to think about this team. I'm at a loss for words. I'm frankly pissed off. Uh, You know what I mean? And we're going to have all offseason go into what they can do or not. They got the Cowboys next. What do you got on the Cowboys? I mean, who knows? Colin Moore is going to start? Callum
1: Moore is going to start, and I don't know. I scored a ticket to the game. Thanks, Lil Wayne. Um,
0: yeah, my, Jeff Knight doesn't know this yet, and he probably doesn't like me this week or something. I don't know. So I don't know if he'll listen, but I'm probably not even going to tailgate this weekend. I don't give a shit. I really don't give a shit. Well, you guys already we'll got stop my money. by
1: Red Pinto and
0: say hi. We'll stop by Red Pinto and say on, hi on the way in. But other than that, we love those guys. Yeah, follow them. Pinto Tailgate. On Twitter. Twitter. Guys, I'm at a loss. Women, ladies, girls, boys, dogs, cats, reptiles, sharks. I'm at a loss for words. I, I'm so bummed out. You know, we almost didn't do this podcast. We almost said, "Oh, uh, see you next week." Yeah, we
1: were going to just say Happy Holidays. Sorry, not sorry, but
0: here's the good news because we got to end on a positive note here. So I'll wrap for a okay. minute.
1: Okay, to 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 have some good news, there are a few things I'm I'm excited about seeing in this Cowboys game. Oh, I got a, I got a fuzzy microphone. I got fuzzy on my on my mic. Dave was trying to get I thought he was going to snatch a booger out of my nose, so I didn't know what was going on just now. There's um no, there's some some younger guys on this team who I expect to see on the field this week. Um one of them's Des Lewis. He got activated from the practice squad when Robert Woods went to the IR earlier today.
0: I'm excited to see him play. Big
1: big tall wide receiver. Um grabbed him what, 7th round this year? Yes. And
0: he was so happy on the, on, on, on uh, Twitter, smiling. I saw him sign his contracts, got his bills here. And those are the moments yeah. I like, man. Get, yeah. You're going to see guys come in, and a lot of them will probably get cut, frankly. They'll bring them into OTAs, and then they just kind of
1: – But he's one of the guys I'm I'm really excited to see where he's at because, you know, you saw him a little bit in the preseason, but, you know, you had the the revolving revolving door quarterback situation. Oh, Castle's in. Oh, Tyrod's in. Oh, EJ's in. Oh, uh, Okay. So, I'm excited to see him get some playing time. Um Shady's Shady's not playing this week. He's got he's got the MCL going on. Um they're not ruling him out for for the uh season finale against the Jets, but that's going to give us an, another another time to uh look at Mike Gillisley who's been Breaking some real nice plays. Yeah, he's last, a nice player, man. I ain't gonna lie with that. I he's mean, a nice player. I think we, I think we know. He, he
0: fouls his blocks, nice.
1: I think we pretty much know what we got with Carlos Williams, but I, I'm. I still want to like, see I more I like out of him. I'm I like. I, I'm excited to see him when in a starting role. When he touched
0: the ball in the Redskins game, he was just getting, he was getting yards, Carlos. I don't know how he. I was just oh. like, wow, nine yards, okay. Um, Booby Dixon actually had a good game. Yeah, he, when he got the ball. Yeah, maybe um, not totally statistically at the end, but I noticed him on the field. Booby, shout out to you. I feel like you've had a tough year. I like you. And oh, by the way, somebody used Booby Dixon on me and Madden online and just kicked the shit out of me. Ooh, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: um, another another one that that got activated. What was it? Last week or week before? Is Nick O'Leary? I I had such high hopes for that kid coming out of Florida State.
0: Yeah, he had a nice play um, in the Redskins game though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really oh, ex- level, I'm really like. excited to see what his practice team reps have gotten him because he struggled, he struggled in preseason. Um, but he had a great college career, so I'm hoping they find some way to, to translate his skill set to the to the pro- professional level because, I like the kid.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I'm not going to mention who he's related to. Who cares. Um. Uh, some some. Yeah, of course they didn't mention on the broadcast.
1: Of course they did. They're going to mention that every every time. Oh, you know what it did another. is
0: I said the R word the whole time. The Washington team. Yeah, what? Take back all that. Washington team. The Washington team. They played the Washington team. The Foreskins. The Foreskins. They played the Foreskins. They lost to the Foreskins. Cowboys. I, I want to see our up next. I, I want to see Tyrod Taylor and the Sammy Watkins connection develop. That's really what I want to see. I want to see... These guys just get some stats that way they feel good about their season. I want them going into the offseason season happy and ready to go. And honestly, I want this team to go eight and eight. I'm gonna be really rooting for this team to win. I want them to go eight and eight. I don't want turmoil in Buffalo. I don't want this. I don't want it for the Buffalo fans here, Rochester, wherever you are. Like I don't want it. I'm so sick of it. And I know there's really nothing we could do to turn around to eight and eight and, and had that be a positive, but the team can still show up and and try to do their best with their injuries, and show some semblance of a pulse. That's all I'm looking for here. Show some heart. Do it for your coach, man. And and if you're a player listening and you're on defense, or offense, or whatever it is, just please. The best you could do is buy into your team and figure this out. And sometimes, leadership. I don't know what to think about leadership. I I, I kind of hate talking about leadership. Well, sometimes you just gotta grab somebody by the face and and just tell them where to go. If that's what you gotta do, that's what you gotta do. You gotta let them know that they're that they're being detrimental to the locker room. Or right, and and, and you I kind of think that I,
1: I, we we talked about this earlier in the season on on the podcast that that everyone always is leadership leadership and it's like it's so overrated. Um, I don't think leadership's necessarily overrated. In hindsight, going back to that. Leadership is important. The thing that I think gets really misconstrued is there's a difference between an an experienced veteran and a leader. Just because you've been in the league 10 years doesn't mean you're any sort of leader. Just because you've been in the league for two years doesn't mean you're not a leader. It's all about how you carry yourself, how how you communicate to your team, how you just... Yeah, but at the same... Just personify that that energy.
0: At the same time, though, what you're talking about, too, is a lot of natural... There's natural leaders in, I,
1: I, exactly.
0: Like, and... Exactly. And just me, speaking from experience, I as a kid, I didn't... I had my own ideas growing up. You know what I mean? I, I felt like we all have. We had our own ideas, but I would just kind of say, like, why not a lot of times just try it? And... That's a leadership quality. I'm not calling myself a leader technically, but I'm usually the idea guy. So does that technically make me the leader? I don't know. But I'm also, if we're in a team and and, and if you're doing team stuff, you know, like I I tell, I just picked up playing hockey. I don't know shit about hockey. I love it. But what I love is now I get to bring all these principles and and dynamics of the locker room and everything. I get to, again, reapply it. I haven't played sports since I was in high school. And frankly, it's amazing because I'll be the kind of person that's, Hey guys, I'm coachable. Tell me where to go. I just trust your judgment. And I explain, just explain it to me later. Just tell me where to go. It's like, if you don't know how to play drums, you have your, when I bought my first drum set, well, my only drum set, I I had my friend Colin set them up for me. Thank you, Colin Ramirez. And I just said, dude, just whatever. Just set him up. I know you do it for a reason, and that's what what these guys got to do. Do what the hell you're told. And if you're not good at something, get better at it. At the same time, when you're getting paid $100 million to rush the passer, that's what you do. You kind of don't blame Mario Williams for being a little upset about it. At the same time, maybe you could add the extra wrinkle to your game and he's kind of too lazy to do that. I don't know what it is because, again, I'm I'm not him. I'm not training. I'm not coming in to To pick up the game plan with a mask on my face at five in the morning, you know what I mean. So, I'm I, again. I I hate to ever say that a guy's not trying. I'm just going by what's what's being said. So, well, I mean,
1: it's to the point now where he's even got his own teammates. You know, being like, "Hey, man, you know what? 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 What is your deal?" So, I, I I think there's some veracity to to that line of thinking. It's not, you know. It, you're right to question it
0: this seems like self-preservation because you watch those plays on a lot of times and mario is just kind of like done he's just done Mm -hmm. like the play passes by him and then it's like next thing i know i see jerry hughes rushing the passer bites on the play action and then it's hunting down a running back and he only gets like a yard or two gain and it's like oh okay well, the play passed that guy by, but he caught up.
1: Yeah, it almost just seems like he gets he gets jammed on the ad and it's like, Well, okay, you got the pass out. Better luck next time. I
0: agree. Guys, we'll be back next week. I'm done here. Yeah,
1: check us out. numbillsfan.com. dot com. I'm Numbills Adam D on Twitter. Dave is NumbillsFan on Twitter. We're on Instagram with the same names. Like us on
0: Facebook if you want. If you don't. No dot com.
1: That's, that's, that's the easiest way to do all of this. We got a YouTube channel. If you
0: guys want bills information, I I always give a shout out to where to go. You know, if you like to read, you know, you got bills, mafia, you got two bills drive, you got Buffalo rumblings. My favorite thing to do is to multitask because I'm a maniac. So I want to cram a 30 hour day into a 24 hour day while at the same time procrastinating and be a lazy ass. Um, if that makes any sense at all, and go shopping in the middle of my workday. Self-employment's beautiful. But I love WGR. I love their W. They have an app for whatever device you're on. You know, just look at your Google Play. Look at your – I doubt they have one for BlackBerry. Maybe they do.
1: But I I can't say either way.
0: iPhone and, you know, check out WGR. They got articles up there. You know WGR, what? just don't don't piss
1: me off. Just go get an iPhone. I, I hate when text messages come Stop in with a little green bubble.
0: It does kind of bum me out. I,
1: I, I like the blue-eye message bubbles. Dude,
0: I like the blue-eye message, why? but...
1: Because go Bills.
0: Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm all uh, thrown for Either way, just check out WGR's app. They got audio. They got an audio vault. They got good radio in there. You can check out post-game, everything. That's that's what I listen to, and and I love doing a podcast. I love listening to other podcasts, Um. There, there's some good ones out there. There's HardFoulSports.com. that covers all Buffalo sports. There's Rock Power Reports. That uh, is friends of ours. They do a nice yeah, little podcast. Um, bills and beers. Bills and beers. A
1: lot of a lot of really good bills podcasts popping up, man. They're, these guys and all these guys are doing doing a great job with their show. Regardless, we see you. We're not going to shut listening. anybody
0: out. We're going to do the opposite. We're going to promote everybody around us. Just, it is what it is, you know. You know,
1: because ultimately we're we're all in the same boat, man. We're we're Bills fans, and we're just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, I'm over it. But all right, I'm gonna go play hockey, and uh, hopefully not die. Peace. I'm gonna
1: go watch because I'm unathletic.
0: He's gonna go upload this. Yep. Uh, all right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Seriously, thanks for listening. Numbillsfan.com. Next week will be a little bit more detailed. There won't be a preview this week. Obviously, we wrapped it up. All right. Go away. We're really done. Bye.